Welcome back, everyone, to episode two. This yes. is uh, Sonia, and co-hosting with me is Antonio. Hello, everyone. So welcome back again, like I've already said. <laughs> yes, uh, we're back. Woo! <laughs> with an official um, episode. For an official episode. We got the mic and the audio and everything situated finally, and so... Uh, after our audio testing segment, we did have a little bit of a chuckle about Craigslist because that is how we <laughs> met. And yes. um, we both thought it would be great to kind of talk about a Craigslist cray cray. Yes. And um, so I decided I did look into some articles relating to Craigslist stories and while trying to stay more on the weirder or odd than horror, I did come across an article from Board Panda, which is kind of like a BuzzFeed dojo. I think it's, uh, is it called Dodo or J Dojo? I can't remember. Uh, I think it's Dodo. Dodo, right? So something yeah. like that. So it's very similar to that kind of um, article. Okay. So it is article okay. versus like on YouTube or do they do both? Um. I can't properly answer that, but I do know, I, I don't know, Board Panda just popped up. It's boardpanda.com. Okay. And there are articles that, and it's like different kinds. Like there was like cat articles. And <laughs> I did find, um, so this was like the 30th, 30, um, what was it? The 30, let me pull it up here really quick. Okay. The 30 of the funniest Craigslist ad posts <laughs> and i did find a few that i thought were really funny okay so i thought i would go over them there's only four it's only four well it's good because i'm not very familiar with craigslist i've just gone up on there too i've never bought or sold anything but oh, me neither like when i've needed creative help like i did get help a few years ago for creating a resume i, I went on craigslist for that oh nice um, when i was doing a movie in business i had uh, someone create uh logos and design so that's that's how I, i'm familiar with craigslist nice yeah i i don't really i mean i found my cat in my apartment like we kind of went over already in the audio testing segment but i don't really use craigslist anymore like i thought that was like a thing of the past you know <laughs> like uh, not... myspace <laughs> yes exactly like i was quite surprised that people are still on it and actually um so i found that there's another uh it's called man Peller, repeller man repeller and she actually has like a blog and man, man repeller man repeller she's actually quite known i think she's based out of new york uh -huh. and i actually came across like this morning i was looking over to see if I had it could find anything more juicy and um <laughs> she in her article about Craigslist she's like I didn't know people still got on here because mm. I, I did look into because I was trying to find something interesting to talk about so yeah. I was like do we do missing connections do I do weird stories like what do I kind of chat about and um I didn't really find anything like super funny to even really share but what i found interesting was that her article because she did the digging 
Yeah. And she had asked, you know, her social networking people to kind of comment to see if they had anything that they could come up with. And people still do use Craigslist and they still do use that missing connections um, section. I thought that was pretty interesting. Well, a couple of things that pop into mind when you when you what you just brought up is first misconnections, you know, because I went on that like years ago um, when I first came across Craigslist, because I'm like, what is that? That stands out. And mm-hmm. I did click on it. And it was what I thought it would be is that people I mean, it's a long shot, but maybe you saw someone like, hey, saw you at a laundromat wearing this, you know, call me, let's chat. Or, hey, at a Starbucks, you paid for my coffee and, you know, I was wearing this and you smiled at me. Give me a call. And I clicked on Misconnections Now to see if there were any weird or funny posts. And um, it is very different from what that Misconnection was years ago. Did you click on it? I did. And I was (sighs) like... I think it's like a gay man hookup site. Yeah. I I mean, (laughs) which is fine. Yeah. But I was kind of surprised. Like, I, that's, I didn't find anything that was really like worthy of like getting into like a topic of. And it was like, okay. (laughs) And then I also, I, I got onto the forums. I went on the forums. Uh huh. And there's so many titles that you can choose. And um, I I did click on a few because I was like, that just sounds really bizarre. And there was one that I swear to God, he had to have been on drugs to write what he wrote. But it was about, you know, because now the killer hornets are here. The Asian killer hornets have arrived in America. So that was like the headline. And then it went into something that just made absolutely no sense. And he like brought in the pandemic and the coronavirus and just clear, like none of the sentences completed. It was rant, like it was crazy. And I was like, wow, okay. I mean, that was quite bizarre. That was probably the only one worthy that, I mean, I remember that one. Uh, um, yeah, because looking at these misconnections and I have them open, I mean, most of them, you know, because we're a, a G-rated podcast and a lot of these are pretty obvious what they're looking for just by the title alone. I mean, a lot of these I wouldn't read Um you know, be, because of, of what they, what the headline says. And I did click on one because it was innocent looking. I was like, oh, like this one here is like, oh, I missed my pool buddy. I'm like, oh, that's cool, Hollywood. <laughs> and then it's like, one, the, the ad says, want to be my new one? It's going to be a tough day by the pool. Straight guy looking for a girl to chill with. So that's one of the more innocent ones. A lot of them are very, very explicit. Yes, so, yes. <laughs> So these are definitely very different from what they used to be um, in terms of, hey, I, I, you know, I wore a red scarf and I saw you on your bicycle and you had these beautiful (laughs) blue eyes and we looked at our in the eyes. Right, (laughs) right, exactly. Yes. And that's what I was used to seeing when I clicked that one. I was like, oh, that's someone I was thinking, well, what are the odds of that person who uses Craigslist? And happens to come across your, your posting. So, um, 
Here's another one I'd be afraid to click on. Right tool for the job. I saw that one earlier. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Uh-huh, yeah. And, you know, it seems like anything goes on Craigslist because, you know, these, again, these are pretty explicit. Like this one, suck blank. Right. I saw that one too. The only one I think I clicked on, there was, it was a couple, they were like, drive and smoke and it was a couple and they're like hey we're looking for someone to come smoke weed with us and drive around LA and we've decided to stop wearing clothes and I was like that's actually kind of funny (laughs) I wouldn't hang out with them but that was like that was actually kind of (laughs) cute hey out of all of them I finally found one here's one Chevron gas station Glendale was Sunday on Glen Oak Chevron gas station. I was in the cashier line. Beautiful African-American woman came in, asked for restroom. And after I was pumping gas, she came out staring at me. Um, I too wanted to say something to ask you, but I was shy. I think you were in a hurry. So, okay. One out of, (laughs) you know, 50, 60 so far. Right. Um, But, you know, and you're right. You started off the podcast mentioning that we met on on Craigslist. Um, so for you, for someone that really doesn't use Craigslist, but you have, I mean, I'm impressed you found your apartment on Craigslist because I would never have thought to use Craigslist for that. I would have thought of using like apartment.com and, you know, there's several websites and apps you can use for that. Well, that's um, what I had started out with. And I was just like, I don't want to pay these prices you know like I I just I was like I don't know this I felt like I could find something cheaper yeah off of Craigslist and I thought well even more of maybe someone with a guest home where it's more independent Mm -hmm. and um because I've looked before and all I saw were just really not the greatest ads if they were even real so the yeah. fact that I did find this apartment, I mean, it's like rent control and like they have, they don't even use a computer system. Like this place is like old school, you right. know, they don't, we don't, <laughs> there's no emails or anything. It's all like they still print everything out and they post like one, like at the main. Right. So it's like, okay, it's not the best up to date. Place. but it's you know it's affordable living in los angeles so I, that's, yes. i'm in the palms culver city cheviot hills area yes and um which can be really expensive well pretty much most of la can be really exactly expensive. but i needed to stay on the west like closest to the west side because you know like right i work in, mainly in beverly hills and you know, like, and I'm pretty much always in Santa Monica, you know, like that's the West side, Marina Del Rey, West Hollywood, right, like that's right. my area. So I needed something that I could, you know, like, I don't want to spend a fortune. So I don't know, like it just, it worked out. And this was like the second place I looked at. Wow. And um, I don't know, it just, it worked out. It was easy. And I didn't even have to, I, what was even better was my deposit was only $400. I lucked out. I mean, 
don't get me wrong, the building's ready to fall apart. And the <laughs> landlord, she she's a little control freak. But other than that, you know, like my apartment itself is cute. I mean, it's a small studio. It's a studio apartment, right. but I'm happy. I'm fine. You know? Yes. You have a place you're close to work because you can find maybe some cheaper stuff, but you'd have to go way further out which means, you know, especially in Los Angeles, a heck of a commute to get to work. Exactly. I, it takes me seven minutes to get to the ah. one of the hotels that I work at, seven minutes. That is unheard of in uh, the, L.A. pre-pandemic. The, <laughs> yes. yes, because when I first started with um, pest control, um, I started out in Santa Monica where they where they have one of the locations and it would take me a solid 45 minutes in traffic to get to work. And that's only because it was early in the morning and then getting home would take me an hour and a half to two hours in traffic. Wow. And I tried taking the streets. Someone said, oh yeah, I use Waze app. So I tried it and oh my God, the streets were swamped. Because everybody's just... using Waze. Yes. <laughs> and it was even worse because... You know, people get anxious, get crazy on the streets. So people cut you off. People block intersections. And so, you know, I, I transferred out of there, fortunately, and got, you know, to the Carson area where on the streets, getting home was only 30 minutes compared to an hour and a half to two oh, hours. Good. So I, so definitely the apartment or Craigslist God smiled on you for you to find that place so close to yes. work. So that's great. That's how I feel. And trust me, I am. Mm -hmm. I'm very thankful. I'm very thankful. Yes, that's great. Yeah. And they were pet friendly. So. Oh, that's a big one, too. Did they ask for a, more of a deposit they for did. that? They did. But then, okay, okay, so this is totally off subject, but. <laughs> I'll explain. So I have four okay. cats and yes. I, I signed up saying I only had one. So I, I did the, you know, 250 <laughs> pet deposit, but then mm. she kept finding out that I had more cats. <laughs> so I did have to go and actually get an emotional support letter. And um, okay. so here for anyone that's listening, that's pet friendly and you're looking to either get an emotional support animal or if you know like trying to be sly either way like to me <laughs> but the thing is is like if i to me it's like well they're my kids i love them so yes. much i couldn't get rid of them because that would devastate me so technically like they yes. do they really are my emotional support like and especially now i live alone and i don't have family here i have some friends but if i'm supposed to stay at home like they have kept me upbeat and I mean, I have to, <laughs> they don't know yeah. what's going on. They're like, um, <laughs> we're still hungry and we still want to play and I need you to comb my hair. <laughs> they're like, Hey, you're home all the yeah, time. Yeah, they're, they're having the best time of their life. Meanwhile, there's like <laughs> a pandemic going on outside. But anyways, <laughs> going back, I'm not trying to get too off track. Um, so I went and got, my emotional support letter, but I had to do a lot of research because she was coming back oh. to me saying, well, you signed a piece of paper saying one pet. And yeah. I'm like, 
in the paperwork, it says legally now these cats are emotional support animals. They are not mm -hmm. pets anymore. So that's where right. that cancels out the paper that I signed that I have one pet and they cannot do anything. They cannot kick me out and they cannot charge me a fee either. They cannot okay. charge because the, this is by a doctor saying I need the, these animals for emotional support. So now it's like a, they're my medicine basically. And so they right, cannot right. legally do anything um, to kick me or my cats out. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Um, but did she try or to squeeze out more she, money? No, she never did. Okay. Because oh, I approached great. her with every information. And um, okay. I did learn that she did. They There was uh, a couple that um, had a pit bull and they were thinking about getting another dog. The, but the pit bull uh... was an emotional support. And that was like the sweetest dog. It never like did anything. It never barked. I never heard that dog whatsoever. Meanwhile... Uh... The building next door had like one of those small yippy dogs. I'm like, oh my god! Like I'm an animal <laughs> rights activist. If I have to be, like I support all animals, but I wanted to murder that dog. It's not the dog. It's you know the people that own it need to like yeah take that's their responsibility. It's not the dog. Yeah, it's neglect. Yeah, exactly. And I, even for New Year's Eve last, last past New Year's Eve, I heard like a neighbor, shut that dog up! <laughs> it was so funny. I'm like, that has been my oh, thought snapped. for the last six months. <laughs> they were like, enough. Yes. But going back, so they made them leave because they wouldn't let them have a second dog. Oh, but wow, yeah. these people mm. didn't know their rights. And right. they technically could have taken them to court because mm. a judge is the only person that can say they have to leave, not the landlord. Right. And I saw her face kind of go, oops. And I'm like, yeah, don't mess with me, <laughs> lady. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it sounds like you have a great situation there. Hopefully you can stay there as long as you want to stay exactly. there. Exactly. Um... I mean that's it's fine so far and that's i she just needed to be aware she's an animal lover yeah. so she's pro but she's yeah. also like to the book by the rule or was it rule to the book with the rules what oh <laughs> sorry i don't know the coffee's not I, kicking I, in uh... <laughs> no I, I get what A you're saying for i get the rules like yes. done by the book kind of person right. and that's okay she's doing her job yeah. you know but she kind of comes off a little abrasive you know but um yeah so i just informed her and, I, and I, I printed all the information out like i gave her every single piece of information and i said you know like and what uh luckily my an ex of mine um he is a property manager uh -huh. and so we, we're still kind of like civil and like yeah. when I have any questions or if anything arises, he doesn't mind me contacting him. So okay. what he actually did was he helped me because we had already broken up and actually that's why I moved in here. And um, <laughs> I told him 
you know, like what was happening. And so he actually spoke to their, like, so he's the property manager at his apartment and he contacted their lawyer to find out like everything that was legal. And so he sent me all the information. So that's where I'm like, you can't, don't mess with me lady, because I have like, I'm getting information from a lawyer too and it's not your lawyer it's like another property's lawyer that's giving me like the rundown wow so i kind of like i have that as arsenal yeah that's great yeah and then i actually have another friend he's retired now Mm -hmm. um but he was a property manager too and so he knows a lot of information too and like he knows like all the like organizations and like um just the legal bureau what I, that's I like pulling words out of thin air <laughs> to like make it make sense. <laughs> um, but so I have people that I can get actual facts and law. Yeah. Um, so don't mess with me, lady. <laughs> no, that's great. I, I had the opposite situation. I was living in Stockton at the time, and um, uh, the girl I was dating at the time came to came to visit me. Gosh, this was years ago, but. Um, she had a cat at her place. She lived in uh, San Jose. And one day, I can't remember if she did it unannounced or if she asked me and I was kind of like, no, 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 you know, he can't come over because I don't have pets. I love cats and dogs, but I didn't have any um, to have them at my apartment. Had to, you had to leave a deposit. And so I, I can't remember if I relented finally or she just showed up with him like, you know, in a little pet carrier. <laughs> and you know, like most cats, they wander, they're checking out a new environment. And the cat wound up wandering to the front window behind the shades, behind the blinds. Yep. And supposedly it was like the the very next day I get hit with a $350 deposit due for the cat. And I was like, what? I was like, and in the letter, it was like, yes, yeah, someone saw the cat and they described the cat in your window and you don't have that. And you're, and I said, well, it's not staying here. And, you know, they were just visiting and well, so sorry, you got to pay us. I was like, what? No. And yeah, and that sucks. So they dinged me for a 350 pet deposit, which, um, which I got I back eventually when okay. I left. <laughs> yeah. Um, because back then I was moving almost like once a year for this company that I worked for, for its camera. I mean, I was just going from city to city and eventually different states but um yeah so i got the deposit back but i, I wonder was... if that was legal yeah i don't know you know back then i didn't even think of you know looking at um at different resources or agencies to see if that was legal i just i just paid it and knowing i would get it back but that cat at that point it was like okay i, I guess i can visit now <laughs> to worry right. about not wow. having a pet deposit <laughs> but that was and how that, shady of that neighbor. Yeah. You know, because especially back then, you know, working retail, so I'm working mornings, evenings, weekends. So I really didn't get a chance to mingle or know any neighbors. I definitely didn't get a chance to piss off anyone because all of our parking spots, thankfully, this was a building where everyone had designated parking spots. Oh. So it's not like it was a pretty big building in Stockton. So it's not like I was, you know, I would park in someone else's spot or anything. So you know, I don't know that I could have. The only thing I thought of was that maybe a maintenance person saw it. But still, like, to me, it's almost like either they 
don't know how to mind their own business. <laughs> Why would they care so much? Maybe they got a kickback. Like for every pet that you see and we find them, you get 20 bucks. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, That's still so like wow. Yeah, I, need I don't to do know. Stuff sometimes, you know, like go <laughs> go work. You need a project to fulfill. <laughs> so, let me ask you because before we went up on this tangent too, that I was getting us to go down. Um, because you also mentioned that you never go on Craigslist, and no. when I posted this ad for podcaster and crime wanted. You know, I was trying to figure out where to post it because it, it was, you know, when you're posting an ad, um, it predetermines, it gives you a list of different options that you could choose from, whether it's long-term job or short-term, pay or no pay. But really, it was, it was very difficult deciding where to go because it wasn't like a paying gig. And so I wound up putting it, I believe, in the talent um, was it that? Yeah, category. I can't remember. There's like three things that I look at. Okay. And ah. I, so the only reason why I started looking on Craigslist is, okay, so my best friend is 63 and she um, she actually still goes on Craigslist and looks at like the, I think it's talent, creative, ah. and gigs. Yes. Something like so those are kind of like the three that I kind of look at. Okay. Um, because sometimes I don't know, like I have seen some pretty interesting things on there. There yes. and there, it either didn't align date wise or you know, like, but it was right. I, there were some really interesting things, and I thought, you know what, now's the time to kind of see if anything would come up. Right. And um. So I have been looking on those three. Okay. And I don't know. For some reason, it's like I, I, I'm kind of weird. Like I want to look. Like I see all these. Like oh, for like a commercial, or for an ad. Yes. Like model, or yes. something like that. I'm like I could do that, but then I read it and then I freak out. I'm like I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Own personal issues, okay, everybody. Um, but I, I don't know. And like I said, I thought that's when I started looking. Well, maybe if I just look for a co-host, like I don't mind being a co-host right. with someone that might have some experience, you yes. know, because then I'm like, then I'm not feeling overwhelmed because they're so far beyond because then, <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. I, I felt like if we're both kind of on the same level as far as like learning mm -hmm. and putting together, it would be more of a, um, I don't know. It would just blend a little bit better. Yeah. And back when I was thinking about getting into fashion, I read this book called the glitter plan. It was about juicy couture. I don't know if you remember, like everyone's asses said juicy. Oh yeah. Right? That was you know everywhere. That? Yes. Everywhere. Well, last year, I think, or the last year or a year and a half ago, I read that book and I loved it. It was basically the two girls, Pamela and Galila, I don't know. I, I, you know, I can read it, but I've never tried to pronounce it before. Anyways, they basically told their experience their 
story and what they have learned. And they kind of said, like, there was a little segment that, you know, they didn't know what they were doing. Wait, they and who are they? Did, did Juicy they... Couture, the, the, the people, the two ladies that started. Oh, Juicy they're the founders. Couture, the found- Well, they ended up selling it. Oh, okay. Later on. Mm. Um, but they're the ones that made it like oh, put it together okay and they said like their early days was they came up and they originally it was actually pee in the pod i think which is another pretty big brand but that was about uh maternity wear okay yes i've heard and of that so they were the ones that created maternity jeans because they would <laughs> go to like goodwill and get jeans and then like cut just the right way wow! so that they could put material on for pregnant women. So they still looked cute in jeans. Right. Instead of like, cause I guess, you know, like back then it was like a bunch of just, you put a bag on your body when you're pregnant <laughs> and one of them was pregnant and they didn't want to look like a bag. They actually yeah. still wanted to look normal. Yeah. And that's how that started. And they said that, so they did that and they did all this work there label was a sharpie marker that they had like wrote on a piece of material and sewed it in and they basically went around and like tried on their own clothes in front of them and people would buy but anyways wow one of the things that they had said is when they started working i can't remember if it was like an accounting i think it was an accounting firm or something Mm -hmm. so this accounting firm was like high-end like way like business knowledge right and they were still small and they didn't know what they were doing financially okay and the accounting firm never really taught them anything or how to like think about their own like what they're spending Mm. how to budget and stuff like that yeah so they ended up not really making a whole lot of money and then Hmm. that's they said what you have to learn is like you have to bring on board people that are still kind of like if you're new like you're yearning and craving to do the work and it might not always be like the high payout but you're like at that eager point where you're willing to put in more time right and so they had to align with this account, a different accounting firm that was still like, they, they weren't as big of an accounting firm, but yet they actually sat down with them and helped them think about numbers. They were hungry. They were hungry. And so that's what they had always said is you align with someone. And that's even like with law of attraction. So, you know, like I, I've been um, really uh, focusing on like the last couple of years, like what is like people are frequencies, mind thought, mindset, thought is a frequency vibration. And, you know, like when you're in discord, you know, it's not sinking, but when mm-hmm. you're in a similar vibration with another person being, you know, like anything else, you're in alignment. And so it's going to flow more smooth, just like mm-hmm. any type of like sound wave vibration, oh, no matter okay. what it is. So, I don't know, like, to me, that's what I kind of kept in mind. And so when I came across your post, I was like, this is perfect. Because I don't really 
know much about <laughs> a podcast at all. I've wanted to put one together. Right. And I don't have any training. Right. And so I don't know. And then here we are. And it's actually going really well. My sister says, like, we sound pretty natural. And, you know, it's fun. And I don't know, like, it just seems to be working out. And it's like the <laughs> same with the alignment with the apartment. Like, it just was right. meant to be. So, yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for that. Because, yeah, I was, you know, I was kind of wondering who I would attract. And, um, you know, so in terms of, you know, Craig, Craig, Craigslist, um, whenever I post something, I try to give as much information as possible um, and honest. So there's no, hey, well, you told me this or, you know, or not getting the appropriate reply that you want or response to an ad because, you come across as, as, you know, shady or cray cray because you're, you put in the wrong detail or you've left out details. Right. And I, mm -hmm. yeah, I think that's kind of what, like I read it. I can't remember what it is off the top of my head, but I don't know. It just, it seemed legit, you know, it was very <laughs> honest. Good. And that's, I remember trying to reply back thinking like, well, I already know you probably have gotten like 50 replies and you know, some of them are probably going to be ridiculous. And I just try to be as honest back as possible. And, right. uh, you know, I don't know. And it, you know, it's just, it's 50, 50 at that point. You know? Well, you know, I, I, when I looked at uh, the responses to the podcaster and crime wanted post I put up, um, I just kind of started reading them and immediately, you know, the ones that I thought were bogus or trolls, I just discarded those. But, you know, there was one or two where they were like, oh, I've done voiceovers and I've done uh, and they included a headshot. Here's my IMD link. And I was like, did you read my post? Did you see did you see there is no money involved? You know, I was shocked by having it was, I think it was only two people that replied that do voiceover work. And I thought, wow, you know, I, I wouldn't feel comfortable with someone like that only because I'm just getting started in this. I'm doing this for fun. Would I like it to go somewhere further eventually? Of course, um, I'm enjoying it. But, you know, I felt like there would be a definitely almost too much of a difference between someone that's just starting out and maybe someone that's already at that level doing voice voiceover work who would want to do this, who would want to help collaborate in the episode could be okay like you and I have been I think what has it been three weeks trying to figure out the, the sound on this thing mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so I think at our levels it, it, it works great for us yes no I thought it it just was perfect and that's I did see the no pay and that's kind of what took the pressure off of me yeah <laughs> I was like I've never done anything before <laughs> yeah I would I would have loved for it to be a paying gig for both of us but um, eventually yes know. yes and and i did mention that you know we would be doing this remotely so it was very clear hey remotely you do it where you are and i do it where i am right not like some of these That's, misconnections that was another thing i'm like it won't turn out to be a craigslist horror story <laughs> <laughs> exactly if the more you're into your skill in your line of work like so i've been doing mine what 12 years Wow, 12 years. 12 years. Wow. I mean, I, I'm kind of a diva. 
<laughs> and I work with other massage therapists that have been doing it even longer, and mm-hmm. they're even more of a diva. <laughs> You know, because I'm not going to do certain things. I've gotten to the point where I know what my worth is. Yeah. And like I turned down. So right before this all happened, I have been looking for. To me, I don't like to put all my eggs in one basket as hell. And luckily with my type of profession, I can do that. Okay, great. So I was looking for just other outlets, uh, agents to kind of work for. Okay, and uh, I came across, they were brand new. They were trying to start a new kind of platform. It was almost a little shady for me, mm. kind of weird. I was like, oh, but I'll check it out. Why not? They he they reached out to me mm. because I have my, um, on LinkedIn, I have my profile somewhat set up. <laughs> right. Um, so he came and reached out to me and I met with him a couple times. In person? And, in per- I did meet with him. I met with him at the the location because they were actually just that's I kind of feel bad for them right now because the place wasn't even completely built like when we met it was at the place it was under construction oh. it was looking to be finished um I think at the end of March okay. is when they were supposed to launch so oh. now I feel really bad for them yeah and what it was is like they wanted to provide yoga massage services the cryotherapy infrared therapy and like uh, the floating lab so it was a do through a membership like you had to pay a membership okay and i you know like i i was like all right well let me see let me check it out and um it was going to be less pay Mm. You know, and I, but I was like, you know what? I'm so tired. Like I love, and I'm so grateful for the luxury hotels that I work for, but it's so, you have to be so, I mean, they just drill the five-star standards in your head Mm. and you have to be so turned on all the time that it can be a little draining sometimes. And so I thought a little less pay, but I can kind of be a little bit like, I don't have to like be so perfect. Right. You're more relaxed. Exactly. But the thing was, they wanted you to stay there all day, Mm. even if it wasn't busy. And then I read one of the, like the offer letter, they sent me an offer letter and it says, pick up a mop. And I was like, that was the incident. I'm like, no, I'm not mopping floors. (laughs) I didn't pay $13,000 to go to school to mop floors. Right. Sorry. Right. At this point when I don't, I've never done that. I'm not going to start doing that now. (laughs) I felt a little bit like a diva at that moment, (laughs) but I also like knew that's my worth. I'm like, I'm, you know, like I'm here to do massage, not clean. Right. Yep. You know, like uh, that's I'll clean my room. I'll do the maintenance that's needed. But at this point, I'm not going to do that. Right. And I explained (laughs) to him, I, and I said, and I uh, politely declined. And I said, this would have been a great opportunity for me when I was first starting out. Yeah. Learning and like getting my foot in the door, but not when I'm going to be taking less pay and be doing more work. That doesn't make sense as a business person. That does not make sense. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) You know? Yeah. Um, But I said, I keep, you know, please keep in touch, you know, like, 
Um, I'm, I believe in what you're doing. And if I come across to any people that I think would be, you know, a great fit, I'll send them your way. <laughs> and then the pandemic happened and I don't think they've even opened up. So I was like, oops. <laughs> right. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. So that's why I was like, mm, you know, like it is, it is different. And, you know, like right now, especially with everything happening, people are kind of desperate for jobs. Like people are willing to work at this point. Yeah. You know? Well, let me ask you this. Cause that just kind of popped into my head and I thought about it uh, like a week ago as we were talking about, as we were planning the, the, last, the these episodes, but have you thought about or have the um, hotels that you work with kind of started to reach out to you as far as what the future will look like? Because, you know, for example, when the barber, you know, my shaggy hair, I'm kind of growing a little bit of a mullet, curly mullet. <laughs> I'm kind of getting used to it. And I'm like, well, you know what? I'm going to keep rocking this thing now. And, um, and I'm thinking, you know, if my barber does open up eventually in a month, I, I may not go back right away just because he may have a mask on, but, you know, they're right over you. You know, as a guy, when you get a haircut at a barber, they're kind of all around you. Um, but. Yeah, it all depends. Like, is the place, is the air circulation? Right. There, there's so much, like it's really hard to say. Well, for your line of work, for example, would you be able to wear gloves? Would that get in the way? Cause I've worn some of those gloves and they tear easily. Um, well, I'm using oil and lotion, so okay. it's not going to be, I don't think to, I have had to wear gloves, you know, like if I've cut my finger, and I have a Band-Aid on, yeah. I have to wear a glove on my hand. Oh, okay. It doesn't feel the same, though. Right. It feels completely different. Because I've had people work on me with gloves. Yeah. And it doesn't feel the same. Mm. But here's the thing. Like, if I need to get deeper, I have to use my elbow. And you can't put a glove on your elbow. <laughs> I think it's more. And then from, like, everything, it's more of the breathing. Right. That's more of what it is. And, like, the thing is, like, a droplet can go in your eye. So the masks, I mean, like, masks aren't covering your eyes. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. It's really tricky at this point. And um, because even if we both wear masks, I don't know. Like, how, it's too tricky. I think we're going to absolutely be one of the last, last yeah. people to go back to work. Even if we are allowed, because, um, I mean, that's, it's going to change the game. Yeah. It's changing the game for me because mm -hmm. we're like, uh, legally we're not allowed right. at all. Like there's more, it's even more so than like the six feet. Like that's just, just who's to say, but I know the hotels are opening up for people to, you know, start staying there. And I do know, like I had a friend that did go and stay at the, one of the hotels. Here's what's funny. They asked me if I would come massage and I says, well, I can't massage there because I'm an employee there. And even prior to pandemic protocol is I have to be approved by the director and uh, manager on duty for me to come onto the premises 
mm. when I'm not working. So I'm like, there would be really? this thing. Yes. So if you just wanted to stay there as a guest, would you need their... I have to go through paperwork and I need approval. What? Okay. Yeah. What's the reason behind that? Um, Because I'm an employee. They're just, oh, hmm. you know, like... Um, okay. One, yeah, there's just like legal legal thing okay that's just part of work uh, in there it's usually with yeah like i couldn't go and eat at the restaurant i have to get permission first okay <laughs> and um i have so one of the hotels has a sister location and i'm not even allowed on the sister locations premises without permission oh. like i have to have the proper documents okay. to be allowed back on and i told him i'm like well first of all i'm not supposed to be massaging right now anyways right. and second like i can't even like and they all know me there like i can't miss the red hair i'm a tall redhead <laughs> can't miss me and I, there's no way i can disguise myself because <laughs> <laughs> right. i'm like friends with you know like i'm a friend you know like i, I think i talk to everybody so everybody knows who i am right. so i couldn't even get through the door you know without <laughs> someone stopping me like what are you doing right you know so and then to do massage then it's like i'm taking away business from there yeah so yeah like there's all kinds of angles of why that would be just unacceptable got it okay yeah but i do know that they are letting people back in okay but that's, you know what, we can go into then, because you had uh, one of your uh, bullet points was about kind of what we want to do as far as like what's opening up, like getting things opened up and um, what we're excited about. Yeah. Um, well, um, again, for me, and, and I thought about it some more, I don't think there's anything right now that i terribly miss actually there is actually there is one place that i that i do actually miss which is weird for me because again i i, I just came back to work the day after they announced that the uh, the stay-at-home order was happening and that only essential businesses could be open that's when i just came back to work because i was gone for a year from hurting my my knee i had a torn meniscus which i finally had surgery on in january but the whole time that i was before that, that whole year, over a year, I, I wasn't doing anything. I was very stationary. And so I did gain some weight. And so I was thinking, okay, as soon as this is over, we're going to start going to the gym. So <laughs> that's actually what I was looking forward to was to start going back to get into better shape um, to do that. And I felt it the first like two, three weeks at my job, having to wear that respirator, which has two charcoal filters attached to it. And they kind of get this Darth Vader effect going, but <laughs> it really restricts your breathing. And for those first couple of weeks using that, even on one inspection, which can be an hour and a half to two hours, I was getting kind of headachey afterwards and I was getting really tired. And so now it's gotten a lot better. Now I can wear that pretty much for most of the day and I'm okay. I'm not headachey or as exhausted, but I was like, oh man, that is the one thing I actually would miss or have or do miss is, is the gym to use like their elliptical and some other stuff. But, you know, once it opens, which I don't, I don't, I can't see him opening up anytime soon. No. So I'm finding other 
things to try and exercise and build my cardio up and and stretch. I'm actually stretching now, which I haven't done in a long time. Um, and that helps me because a lot of times you have to squeeze into a crawl space area, um, especially in LA where there's a lot of older homes and they have the access through a, a kitchen a cabinet or a closet. So you have to kind of be a little bit limber and or cat-like to get into an attic access. So it helps to be limber and stretch because then you're not hurting afterwards. You're not too sore. Um, right. So I think for me, that's what I miss. But once they reopen, you know, like if they announced that they're going to open up the gyms next month, I wouldn't go. Yeah, I'd be a little hesitant because, you know, here's the thing. It's going to be a surge. So yes. everybody's going to be there. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, for me, I don't like to be around a bunch of people normally. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know. It kind of, it just freaks me out, especially when I'm working out. I'm like, okay, I might be more wimpy. So just leave me alone and I'm going to do it my way. And I don't want people looking at me. And yeah, I, I, I don't know. Luckily I have a little gym in my apartment complex. We're not allowed to use it right now, Okay, right. but I've taken advantage of that. And then I don't know, like YouTube is really a wonderful platform and I have found so many different there's a channel called Psychic Truth. Okay. And I think it that there's a it's more like I see more females on there than anything. But <laughs> there's like a Pilates, you know, people doing Pilates, yoga, there's all mm. kinds of workouts okay. on there. And like meditation and stuff like that too. And okay. I've found some really great videos. So I work out at home and then, um, I mean, I've been work, you know, like I've been trying to at least go outside and walk. Yes. I'm a hiker. So, I mean, (laughs) I like my hiking and that's one thing that I was actually really excited about was going hiking, but I, and the beach. Oh my gosh. I was so excited that we can go to the beach. (laughs) And, um, but I'm, I was kind of hesitant. I know like the first day, like that's, you just know, like everybody's going to be there. Right. And even in general, I, I don't like, I'll avoid the beach on the weekends because that's when everybody else is there. Yes. You know, um, I don't like grocery. I don't do shopping. I really don't even go get a cup of coffee on the weekends because, (laughs) I just can't deal with it. And it's just like, no, that doesn't make sense. (laughs) So I, I mean, I waited and then the, the beach that I went to. So I went what, like two days ago and uh, I went more towards sunset and um, over by East Channel Road, there's free parking, and oh. um, so I'm like, I hope not everybody <laughs> takes that. <laughs> like, it's my favorite spot. Everyone, you heard it here. Uh, and um, I was surprised there were quite a few people out. Yeah. Um, but there, and there was, um, I mean, there's a huge sign saying what you can do, what you can't do. Really? Yes. Because oh. uh, you. So if you park on East Channel Road, you have to walk. There's an underpass because the one PCH goes like that's the main street. So you have to walk underneath it to get to the beach. 
Okay. It's right by Patrick's Roadhouse. It's there in um, the Palisades kind of area, mm-hmm. right before like the Palisades area. Yeah. Um, and uh, there was a lot of people not wearing masks. Yeah. I will say there was not a lot of mask wearers. And, um, but then there were some, and I saw like, I think he was like a homeless guy. Mm. He was totally like laying in the sand. And I was like, <laughs> oh, you're not supposed to be doing that. Right. Yes. <laughs> But for the most part, people were social distancing. People really weren't coming too close to others. That's one thing I have seen is people ha- have been very respectful of others' space, okay. except for when I'm driving, pedestrians seem to like not care anymore. Yeah. My light turned green. I start to go and a lady just started walking across the street. I'm like, woman. <laughs> It says don't walk. Like right. I have the green light and she just started walking. Like she was on the other side of the intersection. I was like, wow. And I've had people just walk out. It's same scenario. They just walk out in front yeah. of me and my light t- is green. Right, right. And I'm like, what has gotten into people? People are just so stir crazy and they got to go, man. They just got to go. <laughs> uh, another point that I kind of wanted to talk about is when the restaurants reopen. Right. And um, I did want to share, because I came across a few, like, funny little... Because I actually started reading the guidelines of, like, well, how would a restaurant reopen? (laughs) Right. You know? And, um, I mean, a place has to... I mean, people are going to have to be six feet away. Like, the party or group of people like they can be together but that group has to be six feet like the tables have to be six feet away from each other right unless there's a barrier um so it's you'd either have to remove tables but if they're like there's some restaurants that that you can't take tables out because they're built into the building right um so they would have to provide some sort of barrier And so I came across like three little cute stories and I thought I would share them. Um, So there is a cafe in Germany that opened up its patios to patrons who were willing to put on hats with foam noodles extending out from them to encourage distance. And I was actually, (laughs) I was talking to my sister about that last night. So, um, we're like, that would be really annoying. Like you're going to have, <laughs> especially if you have a few cocktails, you know, like how. <laughs> oh, I can imagine. <laughs> weird. But I think it would be funny too. Like, you know, people are going to have fun. Now, and, um, now when you then say there's foam an... noodles, is that like those pool, like the noodle things that you use in the pool? I think so. And I was like for six feet, like for a hat for six feet, wow. that's like, I don't know. How is that going to work? Yeah, that's a double no for me to have to. Yeah, I'm like, no, I'm good. I'm good. And then um, there was another one that uh, one fine dining restaurant outside of Washington, D.C. will open with 50% seating. The other 50% of its tables will be taken up by mannequins dressed in 1940s era attire. And I thought that sounded so cute. And actually this morning, because I was, you know, uh, doing a little more research before the show. Yeah. I actually saw a picture. There was a off another um, article platform. 
in like a different, um, I guess, magazine or whatever you page, they actually had a picture and it was really cute. And it was like these really like the mannequins were sitting down and like it looked like they were having a conversation with each (laughs) other. Like once like their hand is on a cup of tea or something and they had like they were all dressed up. It was actually really cute. And I thought (laughs) that is fun. (laughs) And then um, in North Canton, Ohio, breast, uh, breakfast joint, I think it's uh, the Citrus Cactus or something like that. That's what it was called. Okay. Sorry, I might have screwed that name up. Um, but their method of protecting its patrons from the spread of the COVID-19 were shower curtains. And so they put up huh. shower, like they put up rods and they're, they put up like clear shower curtains that encase the (laughs) dining like that each individual dining space and then they said that they would take them down after each party was finished and put up fresh ones that sounds like a lot of work i know but here's the thing so part of the guidelines as i was reading it's definitely gonna be way more stressful for everyone involved because i read nothing is allowed out on the table like um tables have to be covered and then disposed of after people are done eating yeah no utensils uh every utensil has to be pre-rolled like nothing is allowed out no condiments there's not a lot like nothing can be shared and they said also there's no uh you can't share food with anybody even in your like um party like 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 you're the person next to you you're not allowed to have like sharing food but i would think that that kind of doesn't make sense to me only because usually right if you're following the physical distancing and all the requirements and recommendations you're only going to go dining with someone that lives with you right you would think that but who knows (laughs) i'm sure people that's who knows but what if you have a family of six or seven right you know, if you have a big family. That's true. I was thinking about that, too, because, you know, like parents sometimes order a big thing and then you share like a salad with the, you know, or like pasta. Like, yes. Was it Fuco de Pepe? Right. Or something? Yeah, yes, it's that's like a, what I just thought of. <laughs> the, the entrees are these massive bowls of pasta <laughs> and it's meant and encouraged for sharing. Oh, yeah. They bring stuff as like a trough. It's just huge. Yeah. yep so i just thought that those were cute little articles on that and i I did find it fascinating they said um like no condiments are allowed out everything has to be like pre i guess uh i don't know but then that's like that's gonna become so wasteful yeah you like it's going to be really tricky to maneuver through all this. Mm-hmm. How does a break sound? Do you want to take a quick break? Yeah, let's take a quick break. Okay, let's take a break and then we'll be back. And we're back. Hey, we're back. Welcome back to The Therapist and the Inspector. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I've I think curious. that should be our, uh, our, uh, what's our title? Our podcast name? Or, yeah. Yeah, podcast yeah. yeah, I was thinking about that because I've been meaning to reach back out to you and kind of say, hey, we need to come up with a title here. And 
um, that would be our next assignment. But I'm thinking, well, the therapist and the inspector, I like it, it, but it does also have a connotation of a seedy romance novel. That is true. The therapist and the inspector. Well, but I like the title, right? Off the Terminator. Right because I was thinking, like you said, we really don't have one topic that we're going to stick to. We're going to talk about everything and everything. Right. And, you know, I was looking at titles like um, Life Happens. And I was amazed. I did check on Anchor how many people have named their podcast Life Happens. Interesting. Yes. Well, <laughs> the thing is right now, especially like on Instagram, it's all about lifestyle. Let me document <laughs> it all. I'm famous. Right. right. Lifestyle influencer. Yes. So that would make sense. You know, like that's like the hot. Right. Was it called SEO? Right. Yes. <laughs> yes. And boy, I tell you, we could do a whole segment or a whole show, I think, you and I, just on influencer and what that is. And that's something very fascinating. Episode three. Episode yes. three. Okay. <laughs> that sounds I like good. this. That sounds good. Okay. So we're back from the break and you have some stories to share from us or with us from... Um, is are they from the board panda yes this okay. is from the board panda and of course i logged myself out of that <laughs> section so give me one moment to get back onto that page um let's see because while we were on break i because we were, we're also going to talk about what not to do. So I quickly kind of Googled <laughs> what I could find on that. So it's, it took me off my funny page. So let me find it here. <laughs> so my friend sent me a link for, uh, I'm not a model, like Victoria's Secret model or anything like that. Like I don't really even get paid, but I have done some <laughs> modeling in the past. I've done a little runway. Okay. And um, right now, I mainly only work with friends because it's such a shady business. Yes. And, you know, like, I want to do it more for fun anyways. Right. Um, so my friend sent me a Craigslist ad, and it was right at the beginning of the lockdown. And they were like legit. There was so much information that they gave that I was like, mm -hmm. okay, this actually sounds really good. Um, and so, you know, like I chatted with them a little bit, but then they asked me, they're like, we don't want your bank number, but we just want your bank name. I'm like, well, why would you need my bank name? Right. And I never responded after that. Cause I was like, that like, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Total like, shady right there. Right. And they were like, straight up i mean it was really pretty clever and mm. very detailed and very close to being legit right but it was that one little thing that i was like wait a minute that doesn't <laughs> sound right yeah so i stopped immediately um talking with them <laughs> i think that was smart yeah of course because it's like you know by now it's like that i don't know like, you don't need my bank why would you need my bank name even right. it's just name. like well, that doesn't make sense right usually you give me a check and it doesn't matter like i'm gonna cash it right. wherever i want so for you mm -hmm. to ask for my bank name why <laughs> now 
would you be comfortable? Because again, we're getting, we've gotten really high tech. I mean, so high tech that, you know, you and I are recording a podcast in our own homes. Um, how about getting paid through some different apps out there? Like, you know, I've sent money via PayPal before to people, um, though not, not for Craigslist. Um, I have paid people uh, for Craigslist services, like I said, and by services, I mean, artistic, I mean, like the um, um, drawings I wanted, the, the logos and things like that, I paid through PayPal. Well, um, that is a more, because PayPal takes a percentage. Yeah. So that seems to me to be a little bit more legit. Right. So if someone said, hey, we'll pay you with PayPal, you'd be more comfortable with that. I would be more comfortable, but you you'd still okay have to that. be wary because right. PayPal is not like it depends. Like if you're buying something off of somebody and you paid yeah. them, they still got their money. Mm-hmm. It might be a little bit less, but maybe they're upcharging because they know PayPal. Like who knows? But you still it still can be shady. But I yeah. feel like it's a safer like they can't really hack into your bank account through PayPal. Right. You know? and, and that's why I've, I've used them because they're connected to my eBay. So when I bought and sold on eBay, I use PayPal. Yeah. And, um, I mean, again, I, 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 go uh-huh. ahead. I was going to say I Etsy. I, I use Etsy quite a bit yes. for stuff. And that's I pay through PayPal. Oh, well, see, I use Etsy. And because now Apple Pay is becoming slowly. Cause gosh, Apple Pay was introduced years ago. Uh-huh. And it's slowly like there's a lot of pushback against PayPal by, you know, merchants of people that right now are doing credit card transactions. You know, they are pushing back. They're not adding PayPal. I mean, Apple Pay to their um, roster of payment methods that they accept, which I understand, you know, it's a competitor. But at least through like Etsy and paying on my iPad or iPhone, that is an option that pops up that I can pay with um, Apple Pay. And I do. Because it, it supposedly encrypts your information and you can assign a credit card or a debit card, very similar to PayPal. Mm-hmm. And some websites accept Apple Pay, but it's very slow. But that's what I use with as many sites as possible for that reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. That's the whole thing now, even like with the cryptocurrency. And I'm not a finance person, so don't ask me numbers. That's I can't even go there. <laughs> not that kind of person glitter yes we can talk about glitter all day but numbers forget <laughs> it but i have kind of been up you know like my accountant talks to me i have an accountant and you know like he's talking to me explaining he goes into detail draws little diagrams blah blah blah, blah. i'm still like yeah i got it i got it and as soon as i walk out i'm like wait, wait what did he say <laughs> <laughs> and i tried right. like i've tried but anyways um you know, like that's the thing is it's starting to get to the point, you know, because now they're just printing money and the value of the dollar is not what it used to be. Right. And so I also even saw that um, on one of my like two of my coastal rides, I went up the coast on PCH and ended up in Oxnard and they have a Chick-fil-A there. So I was like, you know what? I don't really normally eat fast food. And for some reason, we were talking about Chick-fil-A the other day. And I was like, I'm going to get myself a Chick-fil-A. But when I was in the drive through area, because that's all it is right now. Right, right. There was a sign that says, if you pay with credit card or Apple Pay, it will be faster. 
Oh. And I was like, that's interesting. And oh. there's so much of that conspiracy theory and talk that we're we're going to basically be, you know, like there's not going to be money anymore. It's going to be right. like this whole cashless different type of money right. uh, situation. And I was thinking that is really interesting. And um, I had something else in my head and it just went out the window. <laughs> I was because we were. I was just having this conversation with somebody about you know not oh and I there was a commercial a couple years back and I think it was for a bank and it was this commercial where like they're in a cafe or something and like people are ordering their coffee and they're doing this right. little dance but it was like a musical setup almost like a Broadway it was beautifully choreographed. <laughs> sweet beautiful flowing mon- um, music and yeah. everyone's like they would do this spin and their credit card would swipe through the machine and it just kept the flow going and then the one person that uses cash everything just stops the music stops the dancing stops and everyone's like and just like the slow coin here's your five cents ten cents. <laughs> and then as soon as that person got out of line it totally like with the flow went back and it's like that is interesting they're prepping us yeah. <laughs> Smart commercial. I like that. Yeah, it was a couple of years. You know what? I'm gonna have to Google that. I'll I'll try to Google that and find it. Um Yeah, I just I thought that was quite interesting. And I mean I use Venmo a lot, but that's with people like my f- friends and family. Right. And my psychic. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's more of like my friend and like counselor like i've known her for so many years now since like 2013 i think so she knows it's more of like she just gives me advice she's like the you know the unbiased friend that i have and like um it's not i don't know she is a psychic you know but she also gives more like self-empowering advice on how to handle situations or because I used to you know I'm upset and or like something and it's more it's more that and she actually is um certified in like life coaching and count like a little Uh bit of counseling as well too she's like the spiritual counselor you know I guess she'd be like my spiritual counselor I should say that sounds more appropriate Oh, it sounds like a great guru to have. Yeah. Oh, no, she's great. And I, you know, she li- lives in Oklahoma. And oh, my. Um, <laughs> she comes out once or twice a year to California. And okay. I actually go see her, you know, and it's great. You know, like we've actually become friends too. You know, mm. like we text, like, hey, how you doing? Like, and even through the <laughs> pandemic, we're like, hey, how are you holding up? Yeah. You know, we've become friends over the years. But we use PayPal or Venmo. I'm sorry, Venmo. Well, that sounds more legit because I remember years ago, the Psychic Friends Network. Those commercials were all over TV, oh, and it yeah, was. I remember that Miss Cleo. Yeah, Dion Warwick was a big host, and but there, and I think eventually, I think maybe they they got hit with a lawsuit, and I don't know if it was before or after they started posting like for entertainment purposes only. Yeah, yeah. So, well, that's, um, there's a lot, that's a big scam industry too. 
Yeah. Huge. That's why I'm like, mm. but she actually gives, I think to me, it's more, she gives sound advice as far yes. as like, um, she's like, you gotta, it's, it, she, you know, like gets my spirits up, like my mental clarity up. And she's like, focus on this, you know, um, she gives me, it's more of like a spiritual guru is what I, I seriously feel like it is, you know, that's great. Go meditate on this, go think on this, you know, like you have to do what's best for you. Yeah. So it's a, it's more, uh, that, whereas like you're Miss Cleo, (laughs) 1-800-CALL-NOW. Well, you know, and kind of going off on another tangent, but the, uh, Latino community is really rife with that, but it's it's a little bit worse because there the advisors definitely bill themselves as spiritual advisors, but more in the terms of there is a belief in some in the Latino community of things similar to witchcraft, like someone could put a curse on you and right. I have a curse, and that's Santeria. why you're sick. I know about that. Y- yes, yes, and so you know, a lot of times I may just happened to come across a Spanish uh, radio uh, commercial and it's someone like that saying, you know, do you want to get your lover back? Did someone curse you? Call us and we'll tell you who cursed you. (laughs) We'll help you get that love back. And I'm like, Oh my God. And unfortunately um, I was exposed to that. Um, And, you know, these people, when you go to them, like, you know, they actually, some of them have actual little store shops in the LA area where uh-huh. you go and see them. And it's just like a little office where they have a waiting area and, and a, and then their office where they bring you in to talk and they say, okay, great. You know what? I'm, I'll, I'll take care of this. I'm authorized to do this. It'll cost you $500. What? Yes. And that's where really it makes it worse because now they're trying to get these big sums of money to supposedly get rid of this curse to, no. um, yeah, to tell you who's doing this or to, you know, bring you good fortune. I'm like, man, that that's just terrible that these people are allowed to, to be on the radio and TV doing this. So I think they can get shut down, though. If people would complain, they would get shut down, like as a bad business or something like the yeah, Better Business yeah. Bureau. That would be awesome. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's one thing like if they're there to kind of help you build your own right spiritual strength if that's your thing you know right um to guide like that's is if it's not because if they're putting you to do your own inner work and help you build yourself that's one thing but to to like it's like a business scam I had a woman try to do that to me and I was like, nah, I'm good because <laughs> I don't need to pay you that kind of money when I can just go read some books myself, you know, and go right. to the beach and like get my head clear from being yeah. nature. Like that's more of where that comes from. Yeah. You know, that is crazy though. Wow. I remember all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. <laughs> anyway. Well, Definitely, yeah. It definitely took us off on a tangent there. Oh, that yeah. was story number one. Yeah, I never even got into uh, my Craigslist. <laughs> okay, back to Craigslist. The cray-cray is getting really cray-cray here. Okay. 
So this is one of the ads that I came across and it's, um, so it's the things you find on Craigslist off of boardpanda.com. Okay. And, um, Kevin and his time out tank. So <laughs> there's a picture of a small fish tank with some really pretty pebbles and a fish inside. Okay. And so this is what it says. It reads, recently upgraded my tank and have this nice little 10 gallon for sale. The tank comes with rocks, no skinny dipping sign, hood, <laughs> light, and Kevin. Kevin is a jerk. I'll tell you that up front. He's been in this time out tank for a few days now since he apparently has a deep-seated prejudice against the goldfish. <laughs> he doesn't seem to have a problem with the other mollies. Plat plat I don't know this one. Platies, guppies, or even the crazy loach. <laughs> But he's got it out for the goldfish. And let's be fair, they were here since the tank began. So Kevin's got to go. Asking $15 for Kevin and his timeout tank. And then it says, important edit. Tank now includes Kevin's shady brother, Neil. Neil is murderous scum. No one likes Neil. <laughs> I thought that was so great. That is an awesome ad. Yeah. Yeah. And then I liked this one, too. Um, this one is uh, Uber Alternative. And it says, screw Uber. It's Friday night. Don't drink and drive. Message me and I'll come get you in a 2000 Ford F250 4x4 with a case of beer and a cooler in the back, <laughs> blasting Skinnered on the speakers. And I'll holler, hell yeah, brother, at everything you say. <laughs> <laughs> And it's a guy in a hat, and he's in this pickup truck, and it's, like, green. I thought that was so good. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And then there, I think there's one more that caught my eye. Let me scroll down here. Ah, here we go. So, Amanda on Craigslist, and it says, Hi. I am going through a difficult breakup and impulsively adopted 16 different types of reptiles over Craigslist. <laughs> I have made a huge mistake. My roommates are furious. I have one ball python, seven various geckos, a bearded dragon, and two red slider turtles. They are all named Amanda. <laughs> <laughs> I love those. those were the best ones. <laughs> Those are great Craigslist ads. I like them. Yeah. Yeah. They're cute. <laughs> Very awesome. And they're all named Amanda. And they're all named Amanda. <laughs> yeah. I can just imagine if that is a very true Craigslist ad, all of a sudden you show up or you, all of a sudden <laughs> you have 16 critters like that. Well, I can only, so I have four cats. So I right. can relate. And I was actually going through something when I got them all. I didn't realize it at the time. Uh -huh. And I was actually having a really stressful relationship kind of slash like I had broken up with the guy that I was really in love with. And then mm -hmm. I started dating someone that was just driving me crazy. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't know, I just went to town on getting all my cats. <laughs> 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 so... <laughs> I can relate, except mine all have different names. And um, 
you know, so what, like nine years later, <laughs> I mean, I'm so thankful for them and I absolutely love them all, but I would never get that many again in my life. And, you know, I said, <laughs> I took on this responsibility. So that's it. I mean, they love me. I love them. We've become a family, you know, and especially yeah. after having them for nine years, there's no way yeah. that we can be separated, even though they <laughs> fight with each other. Like some of them don't get along, but they're family. Like we, they, we all deal with each other. <laughs> and I mean, it's a lot of work. It's not yeah. easy. I mean, my life is freaking cats, you know, <laughs> and I mean, it's constantly cleaning litter. They're, they're hungry all the yes. time. And each yes. one has like a, a picky particular type of thing. And, you know, like sometimes one wants, you know, I'll be combing the hair of the one and the other one, well, me too, me too. And, you know, <laughs> it's crazy. It's definitely like family dynamic in here, but with cats. So I relate now, to that post. So that's why I'm like, that That definitely I, I can understand. Now, are they only indoor cats or do they also go out? No, they're indoor only. Um, Which I figure, right? Because if in an apartment environment, it's challenging to have them outdoors as well. No, like no pet door. Yeah. And I'm on the second floor. So it's not like okay. they can just, I don't know. I don't trust. There's a pretty busy road near me i don't know i just wouldn't trust them going yeah. outside and um they think they want to go outside because sometimes they will slip <laughs> out and they'll get maybe about 10 steps out and then they're like mm -hmm. oh i don't this is scary and then <laughs> i'm like see told you <laughs> and i have tried um giving that like i had so taka is my oldest one and he's mm -hmm. uh He's the bigger cat of them all. Mm -hmm. And I put a, a leash, like I had a harness. Oh, and okay. I was going to like, oh, let's go outside. Let's walk him like a dog. And as soon as <laughs> I put it on, he just falls over and won't. Move. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, well, that's not happening. <laughs> and then I bought right. a, I actually have like a really decent size playpen that's four pets. Okay. And I thought I was going to start. It, this and it never happened. I don't know why, but um, I would thought I would go to the beach and you know like take one or two cats with me. Oh yeah. And set up the playpen and then kind of like let them in the playpen. It's all enclosed. Like there's no like it's all um, like zipped. It's like a tent kind of, but like a playpen style. Right. And I'm like just to kind of get them some fresh air and be outside because I you know like they've been in quarantine their entire life, <laughs> you know, and I know they want some fresh air sometimes. Yeah. I do feel bad and I wish I had like a yard that they could play around in, but you But know, even I, then you'd have to be careful cuz they they can jump on the fence and they're Exactly, gone. exactly. Uh and then you never know other animals outside and then just like fleas and stuff. So I've actually yeah. prefer mine inside. And, yeah. you know, when the time does come for me to have a home with a yard, I would have to supervise them. Like I would never want to be not outside with them. Right. I don't know. I'm too protective. I am that mom that I'm like, <laughs> there's, no. you know, like on perimeter that you're only allowed <laughs> curfew. <laughs> you're in by dinner <laughs> right. 
And I've seen it from time to time. I don't, I don't think I've seen it in a while, but mostly I used to see it with kittens where I'd see someone driving and they had a kitten on their shoulder or something. Do you drive around with your cats at all? Have you ever done that? I had a cat a long time ago that I did that with. Um, mm. I kind of let him free for all. And it actually, <laughs> actually, my one cat that I found on Craigslist, mm-hmm. I used to, he was so teeny tiny and I kind of like let him roam the car. But then he started to go towards like where your feet go in the front there's an uh, open space that he could have gotten into the engine while I'm driving. And I was like, <laughs> that would be the end of Kitty. Yeah. So I would, I tried to like stuff sweaters and stuff, but then he kept trying to go like in the sweaters. Mm, so right. it was a little too, I was, that, that kind of freaked me out a little bit. Yeah. Um, but now I, I don't let the, they're in a cage, you know, they're, I have their little carriers that they go into. Hmm when I need to take them to the vet or whatever. Right. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. They don't go, that's, I don't really take them out that much though. Right. That's why. Yeah, cats is challenging. Yeah. I mean, I try to keep, I keep the windows open and like, luckily I have a screen door. Right. Okay. So the solid door, I kind of keep open for the most part, unless it's like 200 degrees outside because Southern California tends to get a little hot nowadays. Yes. Um, uh, that'll be coming soon. Oh, I know. I am not looking forward to it. No. <laughs> mm. I prefer it cooler and yes. hotter. But my totally. apartment, it does, it can get really cold. And then in the winter, you know, like sometimes it's freezing. So I, you know, I, yeah, you know, I don't mind that so much because you can always bundle up yeah. or if you're in bed, you can throw blankets on, but when it's hot, you can only do so much. And, you know, I have an older neighbor and, you know, last summer he's like, yeah, oh, it's so hot. And he's older, he's retired. And he's like, oh, it's so warm. He's like, you know, I just, since I'm home alone, I just wander around in my underwear. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, okay, yeah, that's cool. That's smart. That's the way I mean, to yes. do it. Well, it's surprising, too, because I do have um, a client who is in his 80s. And when I massage him, that's uh, so I've had him for over a year now. So I have like last year, I mean, I was working on him in the springtime and he still had the heater on 80. Wow. I'm dying. Yes. And I'm like, dude, it's like already 80. And then you have the heater on 80. <laughs> Plus you're working on him. So you're getting warm and sweaty oh. maybe. Yeah, it was pretty, it, it was pretty, it, it can get intense. But he, that's, you know, older people, they moved to Florida, right? So... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> I think that's a wrap. Uh, definitely over an hour here in our podcast today. Mm-hmm. And next week, who knows? Maybe we'll go down the uh, influencer rabbit hole or something else. I like that idea. I think that will be great because there is so much content on that. So that will be not hard to find information on. (laughs) (laughs) Got to have it. Got to have it. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Well, that was excellent. I think that might be it for possibly the therapist and the inspector. We'll see. Yeah. Stay tuned.